the game is over, but we're just getting started. You're listening to The Fifth Quarter, presented by Twitch on the Raiders Podcast Network. Well, the Raiders somehow, someway found a way to win. Not the prettiest game. Eddie Pascal hanging out here with Jason Horowitz in the fifth quarter. But uh, they did it, Jason. They have yet to trail in the preseason. And if you're a Raiders fan, you probably don't feel great after tonight. But you definitely don't feel bad either. So I would, well, so put Jacksonville aside for a second. First quarter was really good. Second quarter was really bad. Mm -hmm. And then Nick Mullins played outstanding. And, and, and led the touchdown drive, and they, and they capped it off to start the fourth quarter. And so there, there's a lot to really like from the offensive standpoint. I think the offensive line, again, they gave up four sacks. Last week they gave up five sacks, so that's something they got to work through. But you expected that, right? Brandon Parker's the injury, no Colton Miller. So I think they're still trying. You kind of knew that that was going to be the case. Um, but I, I, I think there's a lot to like from the offensive side today. Defensively, though, Josh McDaniels all week, hey, we got to find defensive tackles. We're going to stop the run. We got to stop the run. They did not stop the run today. No, they certainly did not. I'm looking up the uh, the numbers here. And the Vikings finished the day. 22 carries, 115 yeah. yards. And we talked about that second quarter. That's five and a half yards yeah, to carry, though. It is. It is. Great math, by the way. But in that second quarter in particular, it just felt like it was chunk play yeah. after chunk play after yep. chunk play. And if you're a Raiders fan, you're like, okay, I know it's the preseason, but that's not necessarily what so, we want to see. So first quarter, they only gave up 14 yards in the first quarter, right? Yeah. So, like, if you take a look at, like, Jonathan Abram, and, and Nate Hobbs and, and, you know, the guys that came up. Jayon Brown had that deflection. Uh, you take a look at those guys who came off the field after the first quarter. Like, all right, they did their job. Yeah. 14 yards in a quarter, didn't win a lot of games. But the rotation of the defensive line, we got to the fourth quarter and my stats guy handed me, hey, Vikings are 0-4 on third down. I'm like, how are they 0-4 on third down? They haven't been stopped. It's because they didn't have third yeah. downs. They were eight-yard run first place. They, you know, they're 12-yard first down place. So, like, that's gonna get, they're gonna have to go back and figure that out this week. Yeah, and I think when you look back at the offensive, you know, offensive line, and you talk about the good things that the Raiders did offensively, but it was another game where it was like there were really good things on the offensive yeah. line, and there were things that were not so good. Once again, the Raiders go 140, so they go 150 last right. week, 140 this week. So if you're looking at positives, two for two in that regard. Yep. But then the flip side of that is five sacks last week, four sacks this yep. week, and it's. I think it's important for everyone to remember. You brought it. You said it perfectly. There's no Brandon Parker. There's no Colton Miller. You're experimenting. You're right. mixing things around. You're trying to figure out what sticks. And so you're putting guys in positions that you're probably not going to see them in this regular season unless something really bad well, has happened. I think something pretty interesting from the first half. So, um, you know, we don't know the extent of Brandon Parker's injury, right? So that's still TBD. And... Even coming into this season, you're like, where's Brandon Parker fit? You probably think swing tackle, not starting tackle. And maybe as camp goes on, you're like, okay, maybe he'll be a starting tackle. Um, Alex Leatherwood didn't start at right tackle today. It was Thayer Munford who got the start. And there was a lot of talk about how hard he's been working. And, you know, he met the media or well, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday this week. He got a chance to talk to the media and all that stuff. So he was the starting right tackle today. And then Alex Leatherwood got all the work in the third and fourth quarter. I think maybe towards the end of the fourth, they switched it out and um, – yeah, uh, they, they had switched out. He, he didn't play the last series or two. But that's when they started running the ball to the right side. And I think that's interesting. Again, different players. But maybe there's something to really like about the second-year pro out of Alabama. And maybe, maybe that will be a successful transition. But I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly what you take out of that. Um, but it is something that's going to be a work in progress. And I, and I don't know that you're going to feel really confident about it as a fan 
until Chargers week one, Cardinals week two, Titans week three, and then we find out where you actually stand in all of that. Yeah, and I think it, it's tough, too, because, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, and since you've joined us, you've heard the same thing we've heard. Yep. The biggest question surrounding this team, for the most part, depending on who you ask, is the state of this offensive line. Right. Who's going to end up where? If the offensive line can hold up with all these incredible weapons that Derek R has at, right. his, at his disposal, things are going to go really well. But the big question mark, the pre, you know, the kind of preamble to all that is, Will this offensive line hold up? So to your point, I think it's going to be a couple weeks, probably into the first quarter of the regular season before we really yeah. know what we have out of that group. But it's definitely something to keep an eye on as we go through the rest of the preseason. So let's go positives for yes, a second. Yes, please today. do. Okay, so um, one of the biggest storylines is, hey, who's going to be wide receiver four or five? And if they keep number six, six. Um, was going back in the Patriots, and, and not you weren't in this meeting this week, but when we were sitting down with Josh McDaniels and, and, and Dave Ziegler, I asked Dave about, looking at how the Patriots kept players last year and the last couple of years, and does that carry over to how the Raiders are going to keep coming out of training camp? They, they had six wide receivers. They had, including a fullback, they had six running backs last year. I said, is that is that fair to look at, say, what you guys did in New England and say this is what you're going to – it depends. You know, it wasn't a definitive answer. But if let's say they keep six receivers. Okay, so you know you're going to have Devontae and Hunter, and they haven't played yet. By all accounts, you're probably going to have Matt Collins. He's been a star in camp and hasn't really had a much of an impact in games, but he hasn't also played that much. So DJ Turner was awesome in the second half and in special teams. Keelan Cole made some pretty good plays. A lot of people like T. Billy, but I don't know where he fits in yet, right? DJ yeah. was great today. Yeah, he really he was. was awesome. I mean, look at it at his line right here. Three receptions, 58 yards, the aforementioned 34-yard the touchdown. Third, the, the kick return yep. that he takes out to the 45. Yep. He bounced off the hit and took, you know, so that was big. And, and you look at those guys, too, especially lower on the depth chart with the receivers. you got to be able to contribute on special teams. Right. So if you're, if you're a guy like DJ says, hey, I'm going to catch the ball when it comes my way, but I can also be a, right. a value in the coverage units. Like, that's not something to sneeze well, at. And then the running backs, right? So we didn't have Amir Abdul. You knew, we, we, we knew this week we were not going to get Josh Jacobs. Um, that storyline kind of carried itself out from Canton, him playing. He didn't play today. Um, Brandon Bolden, we, we were told, wasn't going to play again. And um, so you kind of assume those two guys on the roster. Amir Abdullah didn't play. But, man, you like Austin Walter, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. La you just like him. Everything yeah. is falling forward, and he's kind of making guys miss in the backfield. And, like, you just like him a lot. Yeah, And, it's and I don't know where he fits in, but, God, you kind of like him. And it's hard not to like him, right? I mean, last, last week, I think it was six yards to carry. Yeah. Just under six yards to carry. Today, he's at 4.3. I mean, to your point, he's a dude that falls for you. Don't doesn't see him get tackled in the backfield. Exactly. Doesn't take losses. And he's fun to watch, yep. too. I think that the way that he runs is exciting. Got a little razzle-dazzle to him, 100%. and I can appreciate that. And dude's got 26 career – or he had 26 carries last year with the Jets, mm. right? So it's not a ton of experience in his third year out of Rice. Um, he comes here where they draft Samir White. You draft Britton Brown. You have Bolden. You have Jacobs. You have Kenyon Drake in his second year of his deal. You don't expect that he's... Jakob Johnson, too. Right, right, who you signed from New England to a contract. So you don't expect that he's going to make it. But he's making everything on tape to be like, I should make this roster. Yeah, I mean, and that's the beauty of the preseason, right? Yeah. We see this every year across the league. The yep. Raiders are no exception to this. You see every year guys that you're like, I didn't know you in April or May, but then come the, you know, turning camp, right. come the regular issue, become the preseason. You're like, this dude's a lot of fun yeah, to watch and play football. Fun. So. Uh, speaking of guys that are that have could been you get him on the podcast this week? We could do it. We'll kiss. Shot, can right? we make this happen? We'll <laughs> kiss. Uh, but speaking of guys that have been fun to watch the past couple of weeks, you look at what Jared Stidham did last week in Canton. He had yeah. the best view in the house for that. Had a really nice start to the preseason. He did. Today, comes back, does the same thing again, yep. finds the end zone. But then enter Nick Mullins. Right. And so now all of a sudden, you're looking at both your backup court. And this is a great position to be in. But you're looking at both these guys. Knowing Derek's your established number one. Don't worry about Derek. 
the guys behind him now are really kind of having a nice little race as yeah. he was going to be that primary back. So I think if you left Canton, you're like, all right, we know who number two 100%, is, right? 100%. Jarrett has the background playing for Josh McDaniels. Um, they drafted him. He's helping Derek learn the nuances of the offense when they're in practice and stuff. Both those guys talked about that this week. So I, I think you come out of last week, you're like, I know that. And first quarter, Jarrett didn't do anything to say, no, that's not the case. Second quarter was a different story, but Nick was on point today. The 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 third and 24 to, De, to Demarcus Robinson that got him to fourth and a half a yard, yeah. which they converted. And then the and then the, the 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 beautiful ball between defenders to to DJ that he took 34 yards for a touchdown. I mean, he made some great passes. Third down, he scrambled for a first down. Now I don't know why you slide out of bounds That's when funny. you can just walk out of bounds. That is funny. But you bring he that up. maybe he's thinking, hey, Jalen Hurts got drilled. I don't want to be that. Um, and Lincoln said during the broadcast, he's like, I've never seen a quarterback slide out of bounds. <laughs> There's nobody around you. Just go out of bounds. <laughs> I know it's funny. We did. We were talking about that in the box too. We we're like. Oh, man, like, great run. Way to get out there. Yeah. Use it to show up yeah, the athleticism down. a little yep. bit. Let's do a touchdown. What are you doing, man? Come on. We're not, we're not playing baseball. Yeah, but Link said he might hear about that this I week. I think he will in, in film study, <laughs> too. But, I mean, good for him for really putting his best foot forward. And we were talking about it before we started rolling. Like, I'm really interested to see what Josh does next week in Miami in terms yeah. of how he splits the quarterback reps. <laughs> because we've had back-to-back starts to Jared Stidham. And to uh, your well, point. Do you, I mean, the question is, will we see Derek Carr? Oh, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think. And this, I don't look. I always have to give the disclaimer. I don't know. I haven't talked to Josh about No, of about course. It, but, like, I don't think I so. I bet we see – again, this is not insider information or anything like that. I think you'll see Derek Carr in one preseason game. Okay. And because because everyone's talking about the Patriots' um, model, practices yeah. – No, not the model. Oh, not the model. But leading into the final preseason game, the fourth of four, they're going to have back-to-back real one-on-ones with, mm. the script, with the Patriots on Tuesday and Wednesday of that week, right? Um, and then the game is Friday night. So if you're doing that, I don't know that you see all any of the ones in the final pre because yeah. you don't see a lot of ones in the final preseason yeah. game anyway. So if there's really any chance to see Derek Carr, it's going to be next week in Miami. Yeah, and uh, I mean when you lay it out like that, it makes perfect sense, right? Logically, we're talking yeah. through what you want to do for Derek. Again, this but, is totally no, 100, yes. 100. Yeah. But I just, I guess I am just so overly cautious and overly paranoid about putting number four in a position that he doesn't. I was talking sure. about this with Eric Allen the other day. I said. You know, hypothetically, whether it's Derek or Max or right. Chandler Jones or whatever it is, if you want to trot him out there for a series, right? Let's say they give him six plays. Is that is those is are those it? six plays going to drastically change right. the course of player X's season? And yeah. if you're a Derek, you're a Waller, you're whoever. Like I, I, I don't know, but well, Waller's got to get healthy. Yeah, that's the first part. And you know that like that brings up the other part of all this, right? Is that so? We can break down preseason games, and they are what they are. If you look across the board, particularly on defense, who you expect to be in the starting lineup or the two deep going into the Chargers game in week one, Trayvon Mullen's still on the putt. Jonathan Hankins still on the putt. Bilal Nichols, who you bring in, is still on the putt. Um, Kenny Young didn't play today. He's banged up. Um, Divine Diablo has not practiced since the Hall of Fame game, and he is a guy you expect to yep. be in that conversation. Rocky seen the trade from Indianapolis, right? He hasn't practiced. Uh, Anthony Averett, bring in from Baltimore. He hasn't the, practiced. The list is, is a right? long and one, yeah. so And that doesn't even bring in Cleveland Furl. And you don't really know what their role for him is going to be, right? Former number four overall pick. He's going into year four. They didn't pick up the option. I have no idea what that's going to be, but he hasn't practiced since July 27. That's eight guys in yeah. your top, what you assume to be 16 or 17 for your defense who have not played a preseason snap 
and they haven't practiced in the last eight, nine days. Yeah. So that's a lot that you're trying to get back for week one, and we don't know where their injury status is. And I think that's the big one, right? Between the next, you know, now and call it what, uh, like 27 days right. or whatever until we go to week one is like, you need to be at optimum health, which to my, to my point is like, why even risk throwing a Derek right. out there, a it's Max fair. out there, whoever it is, Devontae right? Hunter. Devon, exactly. Right. And, and look, I think that there's, there's always going to be some level of value in Derek or Max or whoever going out there and getting some reps. But for me, it's like, does that value, is that value greater than the yeah. risk to him rolling an ankle or whatever? I, is, I know? would just say, though, that with Tom Brady in New England, Tom Brady's played preseason snaps. Yeah. You know? It's, and, not, it's not a perfect I, I know it's totally any, yeah. different and all of that stuff, but I, I would guess... I would guess we see Derek Carr for a, for a series or two next week. Okay. I would guess. All right. I would. I would Unless I he would really see, hates yeah. humidity, in yeah. which case maybe not. I mean, my hair is not going to go very well in Miami, so I don't know what his is going to be like. Uh, looking <laughs> and into, Jared's got like the mullet coming the, out the back the now too. mullet, I know. It's all over the place. <laughs> uh, going, looking ahead to Saturday, I guess. I mean, realistically, and we can break down the game or not. It's preseason game, right? right. I think the most important thing is everyone comes out healthy, right? right? You're Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. You feel like you, you feel good about the tape that you saw on the guys that you wanted to yeah. see, right? But going into Saturday, what do you really want to see from this collective over the next, you well, know, or I guess heading into the next so, six days? So I don't know that we knew this when the game was going on with Brandon Parker, right? It clearly seems to be a serious injury of some sort. Mm. Um, the only two players, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong from today, who Malcolm Kuntz left, but he came back. Came back, yep. And Darius Phillips was getting his, what looked like shoulder uh, it looked like his shoulder was getting looked at, looked at in the second quarter on the sideline. Um, but other than that, it looked like everybody was healthy coming out of this game. So that's big. Um, get practice going this week. Hopefully that stays to be the same case. I think you want to see three things. I think you want to see the defensive front seven stop Miami's running attack. And I say that because Miami, and again, who knows what they're going to put out there next week. But Miami's got an offensive line that they're trying to figure out what they're going to be. They got a lot of highly drafted guys, but um, Juwan James is being switched to a third position, the former first round pick, because they're not positive where he's going to be. Liam Eikenberg was switched around, and now he's playing inside. You know, they're tr they're trying to figure out their offensive line. So, can the Raiders' defensive front seven hold Miami's running game in check? Right, Chase Edmonds they brought in from Arizona, Raheem Mostert. They bring in with, with the new coach from San Francisco. Um, you know, they've, they've got some guys there, kind of like we do. Mm. Pretty deep, pretty good running back room of guys who have been in the league for a while. Can the Raiders get stops? You know, five and a half a carry is not going to – that's not going to make anybody in practice this week happy. Certainly not. Certainly not. But the beauty of having the extra game, of having the extra week, yep. you still have, as incredible as it sounds, you still have a long way yeah. to go. Before and can they get a takeaway? Yes. That's that the other part, right? I yeah. mean, that one. So three things from last season, offensive line, penalties, and lack of takeaways. There were penalties. They finished with six. I don't know what the final number today was. Six against Jacksonville. But if you look at the first half, they only had one penalty with the main starters on the yep, on the, they had one the first the half. half. Um, I think today there were only two, two in the first half. And I don't know what they finished with. Four for 29 yards. Okay, so. that's a good number. Yeah, good that's number. a really good number. Those are like Josh McDaniels has been harping on that all in camp. That's a really good number. But they only had 15 takeaways last year, mm. right? They had one last week. They didn't have any this week. Um, you know, that's an average of nine takeaways for a season. That's got to go up. Yep, 100%. And I agree. And, and look, that's a big thing that this defense knew, fan base knew. Hey, if we want to be 
more competitive, if we really want to return to where we were last year and hopefully surpass that, defense has got mm -hmm. to figure out a way to get rid of the ball. But yep. hey, before we let you out of here, this is your first game in Allegiant, man. Yeah. How was it? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. First of all, I turned to Link. I'm like, is that actually Sister Sledge? Yeah. <laughs> so halftime, right? You have so the house band, uh, the house band that plays right next to the torch, yeah, is awesome to begin with, right? Pepe play the drummer for Santana and, and all that stuff. He's they're awesome. And then you get to halftime. And you got the Raiderettes and the 60 years of the Raiderettes, and the entire field is filled up with Raiderettes from years past and years present. And, and you hear We Are Family from the, from the stage. And, like, I wasn't sure if it was the house band or if it was actually Sister Sledge. He's like, no, dude, we do real things here. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it was awesome. And, and the stadium's awesome. And, and, and so, um, you know, preseason is what it is, but. But this was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really good. And I have to give the fans credit, too. Like, this place, especially towards the end, yeah. it was jumping. It yeah. was a good energy in yeah. here. Link uh, had to remind me that they're playing to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got it. I'm like, why? You know, uh, the, the Vikings' new coach, O'Connell, he's, like, taking a timeout. He's like, you know, he's trying to win the game. And I was like, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. you got to do it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's funny. The same conversations you guys are having in your booth, we were having in the box. But yeah. it was a lot of fun. Raiders 2-0 in the preseason. Yep. As I said, kind of fun little stat. Haven't trailed yet through two games, mm -hmm. which, what does it mean? Who knows? Is it kind of fun, though? It means they Absolutely. haven't trailed yet. That's, exactly. You know, they're building confidence. That's yeah. important, too. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So hopefully we keep that confidence rolling as we get uh, get ready for the Dolphins and then finish this thing up here uh, in about two weeks, right? When we, when we welcome three the Patriots. Three games in 17 days, 18 days? Is I that know. what it is? It's what is three it? and 17. Sunday, Saturday, Friday, right? Yeah. So three games in 18 days? Yeah. But it's fun. With two scrimmages in between. And we're going to be busy. My guy Sam Fries, look at him. He's got a lot to do. But this is a lot of fun. I appreciate you hanging out Absolutely. with us, hanging out like Get home safe. We will see you very, very soon. Uh, and we will see you guys next week after, uh, after what is it, week three, or I guess technically week two of the preseason, technically, uh, <laughs> of the preseason against the Miami Dolphins. Thank you for listening to The Fifth Quarter, presented by Twitch. Make sure to download the Raiders mobile app, and we'll see you next week.